0: The Auburn Tigers can make some slight changes going into Saturday to possibly put them over the top and beat the Penn State Nittany Lions.
1: Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken parm, and I am freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked on Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tiger. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. I'm Zach Blackerby, and happy Ferg Friday to all who celebrate as Justin Ferguson with the Auburn Observer joins us. Today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. Jay Ferg, you've been talking about it. I've been talking about it. Everybody in the Penn State media and Auburn media have been talking about all the things that Auburn would need to do in order to win tomorrow. And I guess it would technically be an upset, two-and-a-half-point favorites directed towards the Penn State Nittany Lions. But a lot of it is like I'm I'm seeing rush for 200 yards, TJ Mm. Finley not throw any interceptions and don't turn the football over. And slow down, Sean Clifford. Those are the the com- most common like keys to victory that I've seen so far. How likely are all of those things?
1: Uh, two hundred yards is going to be tough against Penn State's run defense. Um, so, and I don't think Auburn necessarily has to do that in order to win. Um, you know, they it was a one possession game last year. Tank Bigsby had a really good game. Jarquez Hunter had a good game, but they yeah. weren't at two hundred in, in that one. Um, t- not turning the ball over with with T.J. Finley. Not like a hundred percent, like absolutely necessary, but it would help a ton. All right, yeah, you know sure. You can, you can, you can overcome those things. But yeah, Cliff, the Clifford's is the one that you got to really, got to really like. like. Auburn's run defense has been really good to start the season. The strength of their team is their front um on, on defense. Now, I know Penn State, the new five star running back they've got, who looked really good against Ohio last week. He's going to be a challenge. It's going to be an offensive line that Penn State has that is bigger than any that Auburn's faced so far this season. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's really about getting to Clifford and slowing him down. Last year, he got to just do pretty much whatever he wanted, throwing the football. We know the first two weeks of the season, especially last week, Auburn's had a hard time with their pass defense, especially on quick stuff. There's no Jahan Dotson, but uh, Mitchell is a great <laughs> replacement for him. Yeah. Uh, coming from Western Kentucky, Parker Washington's still there. They've got several tight ends, including one that had a really big game against Auburn last year. So, like, they've got to tighten up in the pass defense, and, and I guess up front is just affect Sean Clifford, because Clifford's a really good quarterback, he's got a ton of experience, but he's not super consistent, he's not super accurate, mm. he's prone to some big mistakes at times, you got to get after him. This Penn State offensive line allowed a lot of sacks last week to Ohio, um, Auburn's own pass rush is getting home maybe not for sacks but they're they're pressuring guys impacting the play right yeah they've got they've got to continue to affect the quarterback and do that but if Auburn doesn't tighten up their coverage and fix some things on the back end as good as Derek Hall and Colby Wooden and Echo and those guys are it it might not matter as much and they've got to learn their lessons not just from last week but from last season uh, when they lost to Penn State in that kind of fashion what do you say to folks that say
0: they're disappointed with Auburn's pass rush so far, Sacks this. aren't
1: everything. Sacks aren't sacks. everything.
0: I I think that's it. And you talk about a lot in, in the newsletter as well. But it's funny that you mentioned that because it's really the second week in a row, yeah. right? Where, where Auburn's playing an opponent. They got sacked a bunch the week prior. San Jose State, the big storyline was like Portland State sacked them seven times. You know, what could Auburn possibly do? And they didn't get seven sacks. But are you okay with the amount of pressures and amount of hurries that are there? Or, or do you think there should be more of them?
1: No, they, they are pressuring the quarterback at a great rate. Yeah, um, I'm just looking at it right now. PFF has them down as the fourth best pass rushing team in the country through the first two weeks. Pretty good. Um, it's they're affecting the quarterback. And then the other thing you got to keep in mind is not every play is rushable, pressureable. Good point. Um, you know, I think the the number I had in the film room this week was like on the pass plays where you could realistically say, hey, there was a chance that you could have gotten pressure on Siobhan Cordero. Auburn was like, it was like 60 something percent. They were at least getting to the quarterback, whether they were hitting them, pressuring them, hurrying them, sacking them, forcing a scramble. Like, those are really, really good numbers. And Justin, for
0: those, for for folks who don't know, like 66%, like you and I know that that's good, but like what's average? Do you know? Do you happen to have that?
1: I don't, I I really don't. I really, I wish I did. I could tell you in the NFL what the average is, but college is just so widespread. And that's, and that's based on, you know, some of that is subjective right you look at a pff uh, grade or you look at pff stats that's somebody who's charting it when i'm doing it it's somebody who's charting. auburn may have different definitions mm-hmm. i go back to something that kevin Steele said a while back that's always stuck with me when he was auburn's defensive coordinator he said sacks are great we love sacks right but like we affecting the quarterback is what we care about affecting the quarterback is what we count and you know the sacks are ones where it's like okay you get him down and it's a big loss but like if you rattle a quarterback if you put one right in his his chin and he throws it in completion or so, that's just as effective you know for for a play especially if it comes on third down right yeah. so um no auburn's pass rush has done really well now they have played two offensive lines that are pretty small um penn state's offensive line is susceptible uh, but I also know that Clifford's good at getting the ball out of his hands quick. Uh, it's just you, you can't sack guys and pressure guys at the same rate you might think if like it's just catch one step, boom. Yeah, here you go. That's it's it's the you know the, the balls out of their hands too quickly. That's what. Well, you know,
0: do do you think that'll be Penn State's game plan perhaps? Because I, I the, their offensive it, line's better, right? But it's not. It's it's. I mean, it's not a great offensive line, but it's better than what Mercer and San Jose State have.
1: Well, this is what Auburn, this is what they did to Auburn last season. And I think, you know, Owen Papo said earlier this week, people are going to, Penn State's going to see what has hurt us and then put their own spin on it. And that's what they're, that's what they're, that's where they're going to go after. Yeah. Yeah. Auburn's got to tighten up in the pass coverage. They have got to play better in the back end. And some of it, I think, is playing more press coverage. Now, it's not like they've completely abandoned it. There's plays that they've made in off man coverage. If you read the film room earlier this week, you, you could have seen a couple of those. Um, but like linebacker safeties, you got to be reacting better. Corners have got to be like it's just everybody has to do better yeah. than that because Penn State's got the weapons and the quarterback. Like they have a fifth year quarterback in in Sean Clifford who can read, catch, boom, th- throw it out of his hands quick. They have receivers like Parker Washington is a good underneath guy, a good quick guy. Mitchell Tinsley is a good, like, intermediate to short guy. He he can take the top off the of defense, which everybody did at Western Kentucky last year. Sure. Um, they got tight ends that, that can make big plays. Like, they're built to attack Auburn that way. Um, it would be great if Auburn could, like, you know, if a quarterback gets his normal drop and he's looking deep downfield and Derek Hall and Eculiotta and those guys can go to work. But, you know, uh, San Jose State showed last week they didn't have to throw the ball deep or at least – like long-labored dropbacks to throw it deep in order to hurt Auburn's defense. So if Auburn's got a chance to win this game, they have got to play a whole lot better on the back end of that defense. So yeah, this, this, the stop sl- Sean Clifford, slow down Sean Clifford is, is I think, is the by far the biggest key to this game for Auburn.
0: I, I, I'm there with you. I'm there with you. All right, let's talk about, um, you know, a lot of people are pointing out that on offense and defense, Auburn's been very vanilla, very basic in how they've called plays. What could they do differently tomorrow to help maybe throw Penn State off? We'll touch on that in just a moment right here on Locked On Auburn. Today's show brought to you by Bet Online, Your number one source for all of your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. The Auburn Tigers are a two and a half point dog against the Penn State Nittany Lions. If you feel one way or the other about this matchup, you need to jump in. On the action at Bet Online. Also, if you think it's going to be a low scoring game, I certainly do. Maybe hit the under 46 for total points scored. Or if you think Auburn's offense is going to pop and it's going to be tough for this Auburn defense to slow down, Sean Clifford, hop on to Bet Online and, and put some money on the over. Be sure to check it all out. Bet Online is where the game starts. Justin Ferguson, a lot of people pointing out how. Manila, and how basic this Auburn offense and defense has been. And we kind yeah. of expected that, right? Going up against Mercer in San Jose State. You talked about, you know, press coverage a little bit. Let's start with defense. Are you expecting more blitzes, more stunts, more kind of variations of coverage
1: tomorrow? I I don't because I don't think Auburn needs to rely on them. If you go back to that San yeah. Jose State game when they rushed with four, they had a whole lot higher success rate than when they brought somebody. Now I can see the value in every now and then throwing a DB in there, throwing a linebacker in there, maybe dropping a guy in coverage on the edge. Um, but like that opens up space, especially in the middle, and especially in that quick game where you can just throw it to where you're not anymore, right? So I think Auburn's passers. I think they're four guys in their top four guys in Derek and Eku um Colby and Marcus I think they are good enough and then you rotate guys in to get after this Penn State offensive line this is a Penn State offensive line um that has uh has not run I mean all, uh, Penn State has not run the ball well the last couple of seasons against power conference teams yeah um they gave up a lot of sacks like I said last week against and negative plays against Ohio that's right. also been a thing that they've struggled with here, here the last couple of seasons so I don't know if you necessarily have to dedicate a ton more manpower. Now, certain situations, certain spots, you want to shock them, surprise them a little bit, yeah. But, I mean, I don't think Auburn really needs to focus that much extra attention in the pass rushing game with blitzers and stuff like that. I think it would be better to conserve those bodies on the back end to help defend that passing game. I really do. I think, um, you know, the more safeties or the more linebackers you can play in space, uh, you know, I – it will help against a Penn State team that's got a veteran quarterback and it's got some real weapons in the passing game.
0: What do you expect the linebacker situation to look like? Is this kind of a, a game where you may see more Owen and Steiner versus a Cam Riley?
1: Uh, Cam Riley's been playing so well early this season that I think you want to have him out there. It was it was fairly – the rotation was fairly even um, in, in, in week two. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just kind of what you're going to see you may see a little bit of like a Eugene Asante in certain situations. It'd be interesting to see. Just you know, just throw them out there. Uh, depending on what you want, but yeah, Auburn has been pretty vanilla, and they have not really dipped into a lot of creative stuff on defense or on offense. Um, I think that is by design. Um, but again, I also don't think Auburn has to do anything real crazy uh, yeah. to to play the game they need to play against Penn State's offense. They just need to play better. They just need to. They just need to be better. And um, you know, especially in in that in that backfield.
0: So DJ James crept into more of the cornerback rotation last week. And yep. you know, depending, we all have different opinions on uh, analytics and PFF and all that. But they Pro Football Focus like DJ James way more than Jalen Simpson and
1: Nehemiah Pritchett. He had a great game. Had a fantastic game. I thought in off man coverage, he looked really good. At attacking, you mm-hmm. know, in the um, with the ball in the air and being reactive, because that's the thing, it's like off man, you, you, people who criticize off man, and, and yeah, if 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 you're playing off and the slants are killing you all day, you might want to adjust there. But like, there were some plays that DJ made where it shows what you do you play off, and then when the ball is in the air, you go attack it. I think Auburn wasn't quick enough with some of their DBs and their linebackers and their safeties to do that last week, but DJ James is one of them that played really well. I thought in that also, Keontae Scott. Yeah. Um, it's hard to play nickel, so like you may look at some of his stats and be like, oh, he gave up some yards. Well, yeah, it's it's nickel. Like stuff. You, you're, you're. It's it's a tough position to play, but uh, you know, we see Keontae Scott get a start at nickel, which puts Donovan Kaufman at safety. I think that's where Kaufman is better at. I mm. get that he's got you know a lot of experience at nickel, uh, and and you know, not to take anything away from Caden Bridges, but like that puts you in a situation where you don't have to trust. Yeah very young guy that much uh, early on so at least with a guy like Keontae Scott he's he's played you know two two years of post high school football and DJ James has 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 a good amount of experience come from Morgan. yeah I think those two guys were real big weapons wasn't a great game uh for uh, Auburn's other two corners last week they got to tighten up because both of those guys that's the thing is like both of those those guys we have seen them play well before yeah they're
0: good corners yeah
1: yeah it's just they it was off last week and everything was kind of off with Auburn uh, in the past defense last week. So, um, but yeah, having Scott and James get a big amount of reps last week is only going to help that secondary this week because they're going to be more prepared and more, you know, ready to contribute in, in a big game.
0: Offensively, what are you expecting to change? Uh, I know something that a lot of Auburn people want to see is more of passes to the running back, get Tank Bigsby and Jarquez. Hunter, the the ball maybe on the perimeter through uh, through the passing game. Do you expect to see that? Do you expect to see more passes to wide receivers? What are some things they could change and kind of make this offense more complex for Penn State?
1: Use the receivers more. I think last <laughs> week Auburn really didn't. In the last couple of weeks, like they've gotten receivers out there on the field, but it's been very basic with mm-hmm. what they've done with their wide receivers. Um, I know that's probably not going to be the case moving forward. So. You know, I thought in week one, getting a little bit creative with some of the play calling and some of the designs. And then last week, you didn't really see much of that. Now, some of it was because Auburn was playing from behind for a stretch. Sure. And, you know, they, you know, they were focusing on just, hey, getting their quarterback back and rolling again. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I think they got to get just more creative in the passing game. Uh, Penn State's got a really good secondary. Um, they've got a safety that had a ton of picks last year. Uh, Joey Porter Jr. is a fantastic corner, um, you know, and is – You know, his dad was a pretty good football player, if you may remember. Uh, Um, yeah, so uh, but they that's going to be the interesting thing. There is they got to get a little bit more creative and and show some stuff that maybe will catch Penn State off guard because that is a really good secondary. The front for um Penn State's not quite as like that's not their strength to their game, they've got a really good experienced linebacker. Yeah, they've got a couple pieces on that defensive line that came back, but, like, you haven't seen them be overly productive in the first couple weeks. Um, So, you know, that's that's something where I think Auburn's got to go to work. Auburn's offensive line against Penn State's defensive line is going to be really, really interesting. I think if Auburn can hold its own there um, and, on the flip side, win Auburn's defensive line, beat Penn State's offensive line, that's where I think Auburn could win this game. Is that, like, take advantage of what you've got when you're on defense in the trenches, but on offense, like – here we go. Like this is big boy football. You're going to have to play now. So Tate Johnson, Keandra Jones, you know, <laughs> these newcomers and some of these guys playing in, playing in big spots. Like this is your, this is your opportunity because you're not going to be pushing around guys like, uh, like Mercer and San Jose state anymore. These are, these are, this is an SEC. This is an SEC defense. Yeah. I will right. say that about Penn State. That is an SEC defense that you're going up against.
0: Yeah. No question. Uh, over under for catches by wide receivers, Auburn wide receivers tomorrow. Uh, let's put it at six and a
1: half. Over, yeah. You think over over at that point? I think uh, here's here's one thing I'll say: if Javarius Johnson doesn't get more targets than he what he is getting right now, like Auburn's got to go back to the drawing board or something with him. Dude's leading the the league in in uh, in yards per catch. Um, he was Auburn's best deep ball threat last year, mm-hmm. and also he is a guy that plays the slot. What is a good thing about playing the slot in this matchup? You avoid Joey Porter Jr., you avoid uh, uh, the King Kid. That's the other really good corner for them. I, I hope I got that right. Um, and so, like, you play him in the slot, and then you you manipulate Penn State's defense with him because you can talk about how the wide receivers haven't really done a whole lot for the first two weeks. And yeah, it's been it's been pretty vanilla. But like, Javarius Johnson has had a really good start to the season, and he is one of those guys that needs to get more and more t- if. If he, they get more targets with him, mm-hmm. I'm just going to throw this out here. If they get if they can increase his targets to what he probably deserves, quote unquote, in this offense, he could flirt with a thousand yards this year. I mean, that's he, he's 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 wow. he's on track. He's on track. I know it's Mercer and I know it's and I know it's San Jose State, but he didn't get a ton of targets in those games either. And we know from Eric Kesaw's pass, and we know from Brian Harson's pass. That they've got good track records with good slot receivers. Go sure. back to the Boise State years, go back to some of Keysaw's best guys uh, when he was a wide receivers coach. They'll lean on a slot guy. And especially in a game like this where you know you've got good outside corners, might wanna might want to use him a little bit more. And and at least one thing we know, you haven't thrown it to the to the wide receivers a ton, but it does look like TJ Finley and Javarius Johnson have a pretty good connection. And yes, yeah. you really need that.
0: Yeah, you got you take that. No question about it. All right, when we get back. In just a moment, we will get Justin's answer to the question everybody wants to know. What color jerseys should Auburn wear (laughs) on Saturday? Today's show is brought to you by our friends at Frisky Whiskey. If you're coming in town from Atlanta or anywhere that requires you coming down I-85 through Georgia, right before you cross over into the Alabama state line, be on the lookout for Frisky Whiskey. There will be signs all over the place, so billboards saying, you know, exit ahead and all that. The, the greatest selection and the greatest prices you will find on any kind of alcoholic beverage or spirit you could possibly want. 10,000 square feet of selection, 10,000 square feet of great outstanding value and awesome customer service as well. That's where I buy all of my alcohol. That's where you should buy all of your alcohol as well. Well, if you're in the Auburn-Opelike-Lee County area, it's about 15 minutes. Just hop on 85 towards Atlanta. You will be there before you know it. And people that go to your tailgate will be like, man, all of this liquor must have cost you a fortune. And you'd be like, no, it didn't. Because I'm now a friend of Frisky Whiskey. I encourage you to check out our friends at Frisky Whiskey. And thank you, Frisky Whiskey, for partnering with Locked On Auburn. Justin Ferguson, before we jump into the big question of this matchup, how can people check out everything that you guys uh, have going on at the Auburn Observer?
1: Yeah, it's been a busy week at the Observer. You can uh, check it out auburnobserver.com. We've got several newsletters this week. Film Room on the pass defense did a thing about hidden yardage and why that really hurt Auburn the first couple of weeks, and they got to stop doing that now. It includes a really cool photo of Bill Parcells when he was at Air Force in there, just for fun. Um, also, a story in there about what's different about this matchup compared to last season and what's the same. There's some new faces at Penn State. There's yeah. some uh there's some some tweaks but a lot of it you know is kind of what you would expect from last season uh so you can check that out we did a podcast on thursday with my friend audrey snyder who covers uh penn state for the athletic breaking it down from the penn state perspective there's a new friends of the program out today so by the time by the time you are listening to this that'll already be out and i have no idea what's in it so good luck with that uh mailbag out today we'll have coverage over the weekend uh recap podcast just ton of stuff, auburnobserver.com. It's $6 a month or $60 a year to sign up. And we email everything to you, uh, whether it's a newsletter or a podcast, so you can read and listen on your own time. Justin Ferguson, thank you so much for your time, as always. All right, real quick.
0: I've just been fascinated by the messaging from Auburn's athletic department. Yeah. Because, I mean, it, it seems like everybody that's in the know and that would know if Auburn was wearing orange jerseys or not is saying adamantly, no orange jerseys. I've asked people right. on staff. They've told me no. I also don't know why they would answer that truthfully, if I'm being honest with you. It's like I don't know if that's the greatest argument. But yeah. they they continue to tease. It really seems like they're teasing it through social media. Do yeah. you think that's interesting at all or just kind of it is what it is?
1: I've heard the same thing you've heard. i you know, it's just it doesn't seem like Auburn's going to do it, right? This this started This started with um, Brian Stultz at Rivals just asking, like, hey, would you like Auburn to do orange jerseys someday? And they were like, yeah, we would. Auburn's probably not going to do it. It's very traditional. It's a very traditional place. They don't do much of the the jerseys. But then it kind of just spun out of control from there. And Auburn, social media-wise, Auburn has done nothing to put out the fire. Nothing. Which is like, that's the the glimmer of like, maybe they've got something in the works here. I mean, Justin, Um, it's almost to
0: the point where like, I mean they purposely posted like orange fabric behind the orange face mask in one of their posts and it's like
1: the retweeting of of like the the softball team saying and the volleyball team being like hey orange jerseys are cool it's like okay like you're, yeah it's all, it's Auburn basketball Auburn basketballs posted a picture of like Jabari
0: dunking in an ar- ar- orange jersey and they're like yeah orange looks good or something it's like what the way that they've handled it from a messaging standpoint, it's like it's almost going to be disappointing if they don't do it on Saturday. Right. So I'm like, what do you do? Like, why are you putting yourself in a hole?
1: Either? Yeah, I. That's the that's the tra- crazy, and that's what makes me think in the back of my mind, like, well, maybe, yeah, maybe this right, is, maybe maybe they're just swerving everybody here, <laughs> um, and if they do, like, good for them. I think you know you can you can make a you can make a good uh, now. I I would say, orange face mask with all the orange accessories like that's going to be a good look anyway if mm-hmm. it is on the blue my whole thing and if you follow me on twitter you've, you've seen this my whole thing is that if you do the orange jerseys the stripes have to be correct and like just flipping it like they did back in the day looks kind of stupid to me but that's just me mm-hmm. um and yeah you can look on my you can look on my twitter there's a thing i did a quick mock-up where it kind of looks like ohio state basically where it just make keep the big stripe uh, in the middle orange and then do white and blue on it and it like it so you still have that kind of auburn stripe look to it yeah um that to me is a whole lot better than that like if they did that i'd be like yeah great but that's also going to be like me patting myself on the back for having a good idea but um sure Yeah. No, no. We, we all uh, need to do that
0: from time to time that's okay right but like I, the the resident auburn uniform expert clint richardson who does you know yeah. his, his whole thing he did a whole thread of why he doesn't think they're going to. And, and one of his points, and I didn't realize this was a thing, but it makes sense. But, like, there are a lot of schools, according to him, that are having a hard time, like, even getting their normal jerseys because of, like, supply chain stuff. Mm-hmm. They would really have
1: thi- had to have done this a long time ago. They would have had to have yeah, for it. Yeah,
0: because I was, I was originally of the mindset of, like, Oh, okay. Well, if they made the decision on Tuesday, they could probably do it in 48 hours. But apparently, that is just not correct. That is just not correct at all. You can do face masks.
1: They, they, if I remember correctly, when they decided to do white face masks last year for the Penn State game, that was the decision they made like a week and a half or two weeks in advance. And all you got to do is dip the face mask in the paint, basically. That's all you got to do. Yeah, unscrew uh, them,
0: and, paint them, and mm-hmm. screw them back on. Right.
1: Yep. That's all you got to do. Jerseys are a whole lot different because, I mean, it's, that ain't cheap that the, especially when you have like an Under Armour jersey where it's like there's a lot of technology that goes into making it. And yeah, yeah, every, you know, supply chain prices, all that stuff is is just making it tough. So I, I will be surprised if they come out in orange jerseys tomorrow, if they do and they pull it off well, hey, shout out, shout out to them for, for surprising everybody. Um, But I think more than likely this was just kind of like a, uh, uh, like a hype train that kind of just fed into itself and kind of spun out of control. And, and, Auburn it, and then Auburn's like,
0: ah, yes. yeah, Auburn's like, let's just keep poking it. And it's like, why, why are you poking it? Why are you poking it if you don't think it's going to? So I'm just a little confused as the strategy behind that because there, I know people who are like, we're on the fence about going and now they're going just in case they were Auburn because they want to be there. And I'm like... I don't know, that's a tough bet. Like I don't know if that's worth a $300 bet. I'm just saying
1: to, to go to no, the game. No, I wouldn't. Um I wouldn't bank on it. I no, wouldn't bank I, on it. I would it. not
0: either. I would not either. But Auburn fans, be sure to wear Auburn uh, orange if you're going to the Auburn game tomorrow.
1: And it's so funny because it's like it's like ah oh, the orange, you know, it's, it's 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 orange week. They have to wear orange. It's like, man, they've they've had all Auburn all orange like for yeah, it's been, it's, just, yeah. There's just,
0: been a game that where you wear orange every year since I've been going to the games. So. Yeah, it's
1: like Tupperville. that was a tupperville era tactic because yeah. he thought um, orange looked better on TV, which it does. And like also, it's like yeah, two of your three primary colors <laughs> are the only colors of Penn State, so you want to do something a little different in this. Good game. point. That's a good point. Like it was kind of like what they did. I mean, remember last season they did it with Ole Miss, and it's like yeah, Ole Miss has red, but like you, and it was also Halloween, but you know that's you, you pick it in those games like this. So you, so Auburn fans can stand out from the, the opposing team.
0: I just don't feel like we've ever been really good at that as a fan base.
1: No, never. Other
0: people do it so much better. And like every now and then we try to do the stripe the stadium thing. And like that never works. We're like, yeah, based on what section you are, you wear a certain color. And it's like, that's just, and that, you that can't never do that
1: works. because the student sections all kind of like first come first serve. So like, it's just like, it's like orange, blue, orange, blue, blue, like, yeah. like all the way around. Like, yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, it's just more coordination. Honestly, if you want people to make it work, just give them the shirts. Like, put the shirts on the on the seats.
0: Is that worth $400,000 to get all their shirts made? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know Look, either. Man,
1: like, here's the other, here's like, the other thing. Like, for Penn State, I think like, it is.
0: Like, last year in the whiteout, like, because th- they make it a big thing. Like, that's a brandable they, thing. It is
1: a deal for them. Yeah. yeah,
0: so, like, it probably is worth, you know, a few hundred grand for them.
1: Here's Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Look, like, ESPN is about to pay you like a ton of money, like you know it's a, it's the whole thing that they're talking about right now with like anybody who makes coaching tr- search changes this year like cares like Nebraska's already in it. It's like yeah, this is the first cycle of the oh y'all are about to get paid if you're in the SEC in the Big Ten. So it's like y'all got money. Like don't don't lie to me. Y'all got money. Y'all can do it. Yeah, you spent you spend money on <laughs> on on. I think worst ideas yeah so no, totally why not why not making sure the whole crowd looks looks the same yeah i wonder
0: does rich mcglenn make that call now
1: is that his I think call that, i think that's so many different people's call at this point <laughs> i think you got to run that up so many chains and all that but yeah you know that's i don't know i i i just think you know auburn the other thing about the orange game and i and i understand it is that orange doesn't look good on everybody you know, I get it. Orange get is it. not
0: might, an appealing color. Like, let, let's just be like,
1: maybe na- it's a like, much
0: better looking color.
1: It's a, it's a better accent color than a main color. I feel I've that. always thought that. I feel that. Um, so, you know, some of us just don't look good in orange. But some of us are also very pale, as you can tell if you're watching this right now. So, not talking about Zach. I'm talking about me. Um,
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here wearing orange. You're just slamming me. But that's fine.
1: <laughs> that's okay. That's it okay. look, hey, hey you, you can make the orange, especially with the Bo Jackson in the background. It's like, yeah, it's like it's just popping. The contrast works. Yeah, whatever. Whatever, like, J. Whatever. Me, it just looks like the it looks like a horror movie, like like VCR. You know, it's just like like <laughs> something bad is happening there, and it's way too bright. <laughs> I, I gotcha,
0: I gotcha. Well, aren't you glad this game is tomorrow? Terrible joke, terrible joke. Justin, uh, how can people one more time sign up for everything you got going on?
1: com. at $6 a month for $60 a year click around on the site see if you like uh, what you see from the newsletters hear the podcast and give us a few dollars a month
0: yep we'll it, give you a lot of stuff it's, it's worth it it is absolutely worth it we'll be back on Sunday morning with Daryl Daffer will join me to recap everything that happens in Auburn and State you also can read all of my written work at AuburnDaily.com we'll see you Sunday right here on Locked on Auburn